0: Welcome back to Funko Field on a Froggy Everett Friday with me, Abraham Duice, and the Seattle Sports Union crew. We're here in the parking lot, in the South parking lot, in fact. And I'm going to turn it over. We're going to do something special today. Matt Page, the damn dirty Oregon Duck, and Brian, the Soul Man Solak, are going to discuss a little baseball. Over to you, Soul Man.
1: Hopefully, you guys can tolerate just the two of us. Uh oh.
0: There's
2: a lot of responsibility on our shoulders here.
1: <laughs> we are at uh, Funko Field, known as Memorial Stadium. Is that what we call Everett it? Everett Memorial Stadium, I always forget yes. that, but I prefer Funko Field, but it's never going to change. So anyways, how you doing, Matt?
2: Not bad. Looking forward to uh, Emerson Hancock tonight. Oh, that's what and we believe. And yeah. uh, we're hanging out here in the parking lot under a new tent, and we're all, all ready up and thinking where are the brats and the, and the grill, you know, we, we should have brought that, we'll, we'll do that next time.
1: Exactly, we're, we're, we're working on this, we're going to make this happen, so, uh, tonight, uh, it's been a weird week for AquaSucks Baseball, they had like two or three rainouts last week, so all the players are confused what their positions are, I'm confused what's <laughs> going on, I don't even know who's pitching tonight, we think it's Hancock, because normally he pitches Thursday, but.
2: Oh, so, yeah, so it might not be Hancock tonight. Okay, that's a good point. Let's so
1: we're going to see what happens because all the rotation is... Ugh. But who are we playing tonight? We're playing Eugene, Eugene right?
2: Yes, yeah, is the Eugene Emeralds are in town tonight. It is Han- Hancock on the mound tonight. And I uh, just confirmed. And the Emeralds are fighting us currently for first base. They're, they're behind, but they're fighting us for first base. Um, and right. they are the, be- the, other, you know, the class of the... What is it? Uh, high A West, the other the other classy team, I guess. That's I don't right. Know.
1: They came in. T- they came in first place, but we won the last three, so we've overtaken them. That's pretty Yeah, that's cool. good. Uh, we're we're
0: still.
2: Uh, I think we're what one and a half games up because we we had one of our rainouts that got canceled. So we are uh, the doubleheader, the doubleheader got rained. The doubleheader because of the rainout.
1: The second game got rained out. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh- we're short a game. I want to talk, we, we talked a little bit last week about Julio Rodriguez, but he wasn't with the club last week. He just, just came back. I mean, the guy is in fuego. He's, he has an LPS of 1.057 to be exact. I mean, this is insane. I mean, how, how much longer are we going to see him here, Matt? Um, if I was a betting man, and, I, and I've and i been known
2: to be a betting man uh, for beers, of course, I uh, I would have to say this is this is the last chance to see him if you're in Everett, uh, before he before you you know he goes makes it up to Tacoma. Uh, but this is the last chance in Everett wearing an Aqua Sox, barring you know some rehab occurrence way back down down the line. Uh, this is it. So make your you know take your pictures, come come see this weekend if you can. Uh, it's it's it's
1: uh, he's probably going to move on after this and we i know we have a little disagreement here i i think he's going to jump to tacoma but I, I didn't we talk about this before to where you think he's gonna still go to arkansas
2: yeah he's still gonna go to arkansas they're not gonna jump him to tacoma it it's he's only 21 and they he's don't 20 wanna...
1: actually okay he's 20
2: yeah but he turns 21 in December
1: December okay
2: yeah, so there's no rush, and there's yes, the Mariners suck, and we, we would love to have him be ready and be at our level, but he's not there yet, and there's no need to rush, and they're gonna take it nice and easy with him. I mean, for example, you want to look at for uh, how 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 well they're treating these kid these guys with kids gloves. Um, George Kirby has only made three starts so far this year. And that's and, and I was reading earlier today. Is it's it's due to uh, the fact that they don't want to they don't want to um, up his his uh, workload. They don't want to they don't want to overwork him too fast with too many innings. He's on a lendings cap. Same with Brandon Williamson and and, uh, um, and Hancock has missed a couple starts as well. They're they're trying to pace him because there was no there was no minor league year last year, so there was limited workload on them, and they don't want to overwork these arms. So they're the same philosophy is going to apply to Hual- to Julio.
1: Well, excellent points, but I 100 percent disagree with you on. Hul- <laughs> I, in fact, you say you're a betting man. Would you like to? Be- I'll put place a beer a bet- down. How about a? You want to do a, a beer? Or you want to do a six pack? I'll do a six pack. That's okay, fine. you all heard this, Abraham. You heard this. I heard it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was him saying you he heard it really loudly. Okay, if, he, if, he, if it didn't get recorded.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> all you fans out there, you all, all our ten followers, you know.
0: 100
1: followers. Uh huh. <laughs> do- we have dozens, dozens of followers. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, moving on, Noel. How you say, it? Noel V. Marte. Noel V. Thank you. He is our next up-and-coming stud. He's 19 years old. He's currently playing for Modesto. Um, are we going to see him in Everett this year, Matt? I would put money that yes, we will. We'll probably see
2: him the second half of this season. Uh, he's just destroying pitching, destroying everything. His line is equally as impressive as Julio's down, down, level down below. And, uh, there's, you know, in a a certain amount of time, they'll be like, there's nothing left for him to learn down there. Um, so they'll bring him up. We'll see him. We'll see him at least at the very least. We'll see him briefly before the end of the season up here. Um, and it, uh, it's up to him how long he stays.
1: He's and the incredible thing is he's nineteen. He's not going to be twenty to October, and his stats. He's got seven home runs, twenty four RBIs. He's got he's hitting three oh seven. He's got five doubles, seventeen walks. I mean, I, I had to write down all these stats. I mean, <laughs> he's got. You're r- that impressed. I was that impressed. He's got on base plus slugging percentage of nine twenty nine. I mean, he for a nineteen-year-old. Come yeah. on, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, there's a reason why on the latest
2: uh, Baseball America prospect update, they moved him up to what? Did they moved him to like the teens. Yeah, the teens. Yeah, which is impressive because he was like '80s or '60s or something like that. Before. Sixty-one. Yeah. So yep. they, he moved up man, 40, 40 spots in, one, in, in in a mid-season. You know, in half a season, basically. That's that's just shows you know his, the level of his progression he's he's raw he's still raw mm-hmm. um but he you know they're gonna treat they're gonna treat him just like julio they're gonna take their time with him you don't want to rush him
1: what what's more legit in your opinion uh, baseball america or mlb.com mlb.com put him they didn't have him in the rankings but now he's like number 88 uh i would put baseball america over over mlb
2: um they have the history they have the talent they have the scouts they've you know they, they know what they're doing Okay. They they've been doing it for decades at this point. And MLB has only recently jumped on the the, the hype train for prospects and getting fans. The only re- the only reason they started getting involved is cuz fans started talking about the, you know, the the next up and comers and 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 getting involved with the stats and everything like that. So it's it's a new fad for MLB. But baseball America's been doing this since, you know, the dawn of time.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, my buddy Jason Churchill of, of Prospect Insider, he says that um, he thinks Marte is going to eventually become a third baseman. Do you move, be moved to third base? Do you agree? Disagree?
2: Yeah, he's he's a little big and rangy for a shortstop, and I don't think his glove work cause polished is polished as what when he needs to be. Um, third base sounds like a natural fit for him, or he might eventually wind up in the
1: outfield. Okay a lot of comparisons i read online to david wright you think
2: david wright well i would hope that they're not comparing the injury history <laughs> correct uh david wright is probably a reasonable comparison
0: um who's david wright
2: david wright was was a great <laughs> quarter great uh I almost said quarterback. God, I love our producer, uh, <laughs> David Wright. Yeah, for those who don't know, David Wright is a, was the Mets' third baseman for a long while, uh, and I think he said, "Is he still on their on the roster on the injured I don't,
1: list?" They might be paying him, but he retired.
2: Okay, yeah, he had to retire due to injury. He just his body stopped functioning. It was a Dustin Pedroia type situation. He just his body crumbled, um, but he was uh, incredible in all 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 five assets of the game. You know, five five aspects of the game. And, uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd be really happy if he turned out like David Right,
1: Right on, right on. Um, th- this next question I want to ask has been bugging me. L- Lewis Boyd, he's a good guy. He he's, knows his baseball. But last week I said he's 26, but he's actually 27. Is this guy too young to be coaching this team? I mean, he's almost the age of most of these players. I mean, what are your oh. thoughts on it? The, should there... <clears throat> he's got a couple years on the players. <laughs> yeah a couple but not too many not, not too many. Uh, he's got
2: I think on average about maybe like four years on most players most of the players. Um, but no I think I think, I think it's great. I, you don't necessarily ages in everything. Um, there's a maturity to him that that the Mariners respect and, and and he's at an age where he can identify and be the player co- player manager. Kind of be a the, you know the old um, kind of the old model where the the the, the uh, yeah the player coach the guy who you know is also a player on the team but he's a manager. Um, he he uh, he's of that kind of mold. He the, the players can identify with him. He's got the experience necessary. He obviously is coaching well on these kids. He's, they're doing well. Look at them. They're first place right now. Um, every night it seems like they hit eight home run or eight you know runs so we get free pancakes from IHOP which is great and uh, it's a local promotion and, and uh, you know they're, they're, they're doing well uh, the pitchers are doing well the, 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 the hitting is, is amazing uh, we're noticing some improvements in the glove work um, Julio was especially raw at that in the beginning of the season, he's getting a little better as the season goes by um, so you know things are improving I, I think everything's going fine I, I if it's not broken don't fix it
1: uh, he, he makes some good points, but I, I just think he's uh, he's surrounded by all that talent, and I, I don't see the I don't see the experience. He just I know he needs the experience, but he would have been more more starting out as a bench coach. I mean, the, yeah, he's a players manager, but I, I see him getting too close to the players, uh, and you, you can't be buddy buddies with your players, in my opinion, from being management level.
2: Well, that, I think you need to, you need to realize that in the minor leagues the the goals are different
1: okay what, we're not what, what? we're
2: not we're not running for the pennant we're not trying to win the World Series here we're trying to de- develop these players okay and and so being a buddy with them isn't necessarily a bad thing in that situation and that's why I think he works I think that's, that's why it works well he's trying to help them get better be better be better at what they do and 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 being an approachable manager like that is helpful to that to, that that method. I mean everyone's got their own style, but I think I I think that could be that kind of better relationship could be beneficial in this situation. I agree at like a major league level, absolutely. Yeah. No, you you don't need to be buddy buddy. Um but at, at, in the minors the goals are different. We're not Yes, it'd be awesome if we won the if we won the High A West this year, but it's not really necessary. It's not
1: really that important. I hate to say but it's true. <laughs> Is it okay to go play golf with your players on, on the off days? I don't see why not. Is that what he's doing? Okay, that's fine. I got no problem with that. Okay,
2: I. Uh, that's team building exercises.
1: Yes, maybe and he's, maybe no, he's I know. Maybe he's helping
2: just... the player. You know, getting to know him and and working through. It. I mean, there at this level, there are there are so many different things. These kids are taking away from their homes and and they're isolated and. You know, maybe they maybe they need an, an authority figure in their ha- in their life that can help them psychologically, and <laughs> and uh, and and you know, you get some you know goes to the golf and helps talk them out, you know, help them talk out their problems psychologically or whatever. You know, I don't know. I mean, I
1: I don't see the harm. All right. Well, I, I, I disagree. I think he's he should be managed. You make good points, but I think you need to be managing these guys better. Not getting so close to them. So what you're saying is you want to be manager. I, I, That's I, what I hear. I, I'm not. a am not a fan of that. Um, sure, why not? I mean, you, you you guys know how I feel about players sitting on the bench when they should be oh. rooting for. You know the the teammates.
2: Was it Tuesday this week? We counted like five players on the bench, and I pointed that out to you. And you're like, "Oh, we got to cut some people."
1: (laughs) That was unacceptable, and (laughs) I I just we'll we'll see what happens. I think he's surrounded by too much talent, and if this talent gets taken away, this will show. I mean, if he can react to it.
2: But you mean you mean if the talent gets taken away, the team will suck. It's possible that's what
1: happens to every team when I, the team, when, the, that, when the talent is gone <laughs> you know what i mean with all these these extra special players we have this year i mean we have like 13 of the top 30 prospects for the mariners on this team something like that yes. yeah so if he can react to that once they get moved on and then i'll maybe i'll give him more props he showed you know in, in the uh
2: in the 2019 season remember he pit he, he coached half that year as well and he he seemed to to handle himself just fine then and we didn't have nearly as much a stacked roster as we do now
1: okay we had some interviews this week um our boss and producer abraham talked to emerson hancock um i heard it was a great interview i can't wait if abe wants to go over it real
0: quick yeah give me that mic, matt <laughs> just nothing but wrong tanks the manager is the boss he's not buddies anyway I'm glad that uh, Soul Man put you in your place, Emerson Hancock. Amazing guy. Um, yeah, just to jump in off the off the off the off the boards here for a second. I just want to say, yeah, I did an interview with him. He seems like a you know a good old boy from South Georgia, and he's from a place called Cairo, spelled Cairo, but it's okay. Cairo. Okay. And uh, only had one place he ever really wanted to go, and that was uh, the University of Georgia. And I was. Uh, I was curious, and I'll hand the, back, the mic back to you guys here in a second. I, I just wanted to ask, uh, do, does it seem like there's a proliferation of Southerners that are that are getting drafted by the Mariners? Uh, they seem to really dig into that SAC, uh, ACC uh, uh, pipeline in college. Like lots of players from North Carolina, lots of players from Alabama, uh, Georgia, and whatnot. What do you guys think about that?
1: Matt had some good points so uh, on pre-show what do you uh, think matt are you referring to the confederacy pipeline <laughs> uh, no i'm kidding
2: um no uh, my, my 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 theory was that uh you know with with covid um there's a lot less scouting that was available and so it, it yeah it only impacted pretty much now will impact this next draft coming up but so two drafts where there was limited player you know people playing um, and and SEC and ACC were more willing to just flout the rules and and, and just play because they didn't care, um, and and didn't worry about COVID as much. Um, so it, it's a it's a matter of of potentially like the players that were most scouted. Um, but there's also the fact that we've turned it towards college players as they're re- as they're more ready, and uh, you know they um, they go. Uh, I think they've been watching too much uh, college football, so the SEC bias is setting in. There's always that. <laughs> I got a wave of, uh, of, of disappointment from from the producer for that. <laughs>
1: um, I think there is more talent down south. Just to make a real quick point, I I interviewed, back to the interviews real quick, I interviewed Isaiah Campbell. He's a pitcher. Mariners drafted in the second round in 2019 out of Arkansas. That, that was the only place he wanted to go, and obviously arkansas is part of that big you know area where it's part of the sec part of the sec up where mariners have been looking at and i think a lot of major league teams tend to go down there now i mean up here we we follow the pac-12 but the pac-12 isn't the same as it used to be growing up um baseball oregon state usually has been the dominant team in the pac-12 but but yeah, there's it, a few other
2: good programs, but oregon I think Oregon State's been dominating as a recent,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So hopefully they can get back into the, go to the promised land, but right now, SEC is the way to go. Um, we got to m- m- move on here. Mariners traded for, uh, I guess we have to talk about the Mariners, unfortunately. They traded yeah, for uh, 25-year-old Jake Bauer. He's a former top prospect. I mean, who is he, Matt? I mean, was he worth the bag of balls and pitching rubber we give up for him?
2: Um, you know, he's only 25. And uh like you said, he was a he was a top prospect for a long time. He had a lot of power in in uh, the minors. And uh he never really put it together at the major level, but the reality is maybe he, you know, he's he's absolutely worth the flyer. We you know, Evan White is still on the rehab path, and I'm uh, I want to do finger quotes for rehab path. Really, he's on the learn how to have confidence in hitting again uh, path um, down to the minors and so it's not like Jake Bauer will be stealing at bats from anyone who matters at first um, so and we can put him at DH as well uh, with France being hurt so there is a benefit here maybe he finds a stroke at, at major level and and because of the change of scenery a different co- our, our coaches spot something a little, a little different you can tweak um, there's you, you never know, and and he's young enough that he could be salvaged. It costs us nothing to try. We're in a season that we're going to lose anyway, and we have the position open. There's there's nothing but wins here, potential wins, uh, and and nothing to lose. So I I think it was a great pickup. And the second I saw that he was designated, I'm like, you know, maybe the Mariners should look into him. And Depoto was all over it. So um, credit to Depoto for doing that. It's a,
1: it's a it's a no risk. It's no risk. I agree with that. I'll, we'll see what happens. Um, personally, I Evan White. I can't get on that bandwagon anymore. I think he's going to be a, the next Wally Pip. Ooh, that's harsh. Um, Jake Bauer's not going to be the next. You know, you know Trevor Bauer, of course. But well, no, because they play different positions. I understand that. I'm just saying he's not going to be that. He, he, he might be an okay player, and I think he can be more of a bench player, so we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, uh, wh- <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, Wally Pip was a good hitter, and he Wally got Pipp replaced was- by Lou Gehrig, who is one of the best of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah,
2: we were just informed that Wally Pip is a 280 hitter, uh, and so actually he was a decent player, um, which is true.
1: I want to ask real quick Mariners what's with all these injuries I mean we got like 12 guys on the damn disabled or, uh, it, sorry injured list uh-huh. is this bad, bad off season conditioning what's going on Matt why why is it the Mariners that keep having the injuries it's not just the Mariners if you look across the
2: majors everyone's getting hurt uh you know i mean i think uh i think part of it is it, it might be conditioning but i think really we're getting back into this the first full season after that short season, and some players didn't play. Some players didn't have a didn't have a minor league season. Uh, people are still kind of phasing back into the to the swing, and maybe they're getting hurt. They're rushing themselves. Uh, but the uh, the reality is, uh, there's also the Evan White type people who are getting. Yeah, we're gonna have you mysteriously go on the injured list because you have a high ankle strain or something like that. But you're gonna be on the injured list for three months, and uh, you can you're gonna uh, you're gonna be on the injured list for three months, and we're gonna have you rehab start for like six weeks down in Tacoma. So uh, it's you know nobody on our team is hitting for average, and some of these guys could could do with some minor rotations, minor league rotations. So I think maybe some of that's happening kind of on the side.
1: Okay fair enough it's kind of of like that in the nfl this year too with all the injuries because
2: well oh yeah did you see that the 49ers had to shut down their camp oh they shut down their camp because they had like three catastrophic injuries in one day oh ouch uh year-ending probably acls (laughs) mcls all over the place (sighs) so they just said no more off-season camp
1: (laughs) i don't blame them one bit um Our good friend Tom Wassel, who's been on the show twice, and I'm sure he'll join us again down the road, recently had Corey Brock on of The Athletic, and I'm calling out Corey Brock again for screwing me over, I don't know how else to say it, a few weeks ago he he wrote an article and he took away my... Po- my t- my tweet that I had of Julio Rodriguez. There was there was a bit of
2: a, a bit of a confusion over who owned the rights to the to the video. You owned the rights, and and so when you tweeted out a video of was it Julio? Yes. Uh, tweeted out a video of Julio. Uh, it, it got shared many many times. It got viewed, It went viral kind of. And um, Corey Brock shared it without by misattributing who it went to correct to their credit lookout landing was all over it and credited you properly yep Uh, but he, he apparently you had a kerfuffle with them and we had to let them know that he was attributing it wrong and rather than correctly attributing it Corey just took it down completely
1: and I, I begged him for months to be on our podcast and he said he would and then after that happened he said uh, i i can't join your podcast because i'm just too busy with the mariners and i don't see my family enough which at the time sounds like a great response but then he goes and goes on tom wassell's show so yes i'm a little jealous and a little angry about that so i just w- wanted to share that calling you out Corey brock um, all you needed to do was adjust the credit for the tweet exactly and, but he made and,
2: excuses and instead you went to the, the hassle of taking it all down in fact I, me,
1: when I saw that me and my wife my beautiful wife Janine were watching a TV show and I got distracted and, and she's like why are you so upset honey blah 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 anyways my, my beautiful <laughs> wife is here sitting next to me say hi Janine hello hello anyways follow
2: the script you're supposed to say hi Janine
1: I know we're getting near the end of the show I got a couple more quick questions will Scott service and Jerry DePoto survive the year Jerry DePoto absolutely and by extension that means Scott will as
2: well Uh. Um, I hate to say it for Scott I think Scott should have been fired three years ago at this point um I'm he can't manage that bullpen he doesn't know how to manage a lot, roster he's he's a yes man for Depoto that's what he is he's a empty shirt um but it's he's what I've, I've accused Bob Melvin of being
1: uh, Bob Melvin don't even compare him to Scott I, service I
2: know Bob Melvin is better than Scott service Yes. absolutely okay there's, there is no deb- there's no debating that I, I cannot refute that fact um but uh Depoto will absolutely be safe. The, the rebuild is on track. It's coming. It's a little slower than we wanted to because of COVID. Um, realized that COVID happened right in the wrong time. So he gets another year, I think, uh, of leash. Um, we'll see. Uh, Kelenic's got to come back up and hit. Yep. Um, and he's got to make some smart decisions this off season. But I, I do believe Depoto will survive, and then he's going to keep his own coach. He's going to keep his yes man. Abraham. I, I wish says, we could swear, but Abraham says put Scott Service on the same boat as Sean Figgins. <laughs> send him to Canada and go to war with Canada if they send him back. I like that I idea, like that Abraham.
1: It's a good comment. <laughs> wish we could insert uh, clapping for you right yeah, now. Yeah, that was a big. That was a big thing with with it
2: when we had Sean Figgins. You have a clapping there. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was a big thing with, with Abe. when we had Sean Figgins on the team. He wanted to put put him on, put him in a boat, rowboat, with whatever money we owed him left, and and just just push the push give the give the boat a kick out of the sound. That's hilarious. And
1: just t- with no oars, don't care. Just goodbye. You know. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm on that bandwagon. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I, but I, I think he's safe as long as DePoto's the GM. I think uh, he's going to
1: stay. I hope you're wrong, but I think DePoto will survive, but I hope service is gone. Um, last question. Reliever Brandon. Brandon, who I did not realize was let go back in May, but I think he's one of our few great Rule 5 pickups over the last few years. Red Sox just called him up. Is, it, is this going to be another former Mariner coming back to haunt us and kicking an ass in MLB? That's a safe bet. Uh,
2: they tend to do that. <laughs> um, you know, as soon as as soon as a player leaves Seattle, it, it, it's always a fair bet they're going to get better. <laughs> uh, you know, it happens. It happens not just in baseball but in football as well. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, Passing notes here. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, he, yeah, I can see him doing well. I hope. I, I, I hope he does well. He was he was great for us, and I, I'm surprised. I, like you, I mean, I was
1: surprised when they cut him. I was yeah, i'm uh, shocked. I don't. Was he out of options? Maybe they tried to sneak him through, or I don't remember the circumstances. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ugh. um next week we hope to bring you our famous buy sell go to hell but where we are running out of time so we want to do our shout outs and I'm going to be like uh, the jerk and make Matt start
2: Then I'm going to call dibs on the Aqua socks and shout out and you should come out this weekend because Julio is this uh, is is probably this is probably last weekend here in this rainy state of Washington (laughs) so he'll probably be glad to leave um (laughs) And had somewhere
1: sunnier. I don't know how much sunnier Arkansas is, though. It's not going to be Arkansas, and I'll be enjoying that six-pack.
0: And my shout-out is to Brent Hall, who is a hydroplane racer and will be on our show in two weeks. And what about you, Janine? Who's your shout-out? Well, I have a non-sports-related shout-out, I guess. Um, I guess I need to give a shout-out um, to my principal at my school. I'm a teacher, and she's been really great this year, and um, you know, it's been really tough. Um, But, yeah, as we close out the school year, she's continuing to be positive, and it's been very helpful.
1: Outstanding. And my shout-out's going to be to the Bellingham Bells. We are heading up there next Saturday. They have started their season last week and seem to be off to a decent start. So go to BellinghamBells.com and buy your tickets. Matt and I and hopefully my lovely wife will be headed up there next weekend. And we're going to finish the show now and just... (laughs) I want to thank you all for joining us. Please follow us on Twitter at Seattle Sports U. We are also on Facebook, and we're on Instagram. And please listen to our podcast. It's free on Spotify, uh, Apple.
0: iTunes and, and uh, Spotify and Podbean.
1: Thank you. Everybody all right. on
0: Facebook. Yeah, I think we're
1: likable. I think we're pretty likable. And follow me on Twitter, too, uh, at Soulman156, please. Have a great week, guys. Go Frogs!